Welcome to the Period Apps Podcast, Know Your Flow. Each episode, we talk to an industry expert regarding the menstrual cycle and all things period related. I'm your host, Adele, and today I'm talking with menstrual coach Lisa DeJong from Your Cycle Matters. Hello, Lisa, and thank you so much for joining us on this week's podcast. Hi, Adele. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into your line of work. I work as a women's health coach specializing in the menstrual cycle and chronic pain and trauma. And what brought me to the work was originally my own lived experience of period pain. I was someone who had really, really bad period pain from the age of about 14 or 15, and it just never got diagnosed. And I didn't really get much support from the medical system apart from the pill, which helped, but I had a lot of side effects on the pill. So I had to kind of figure out my own path. So I, yeah, I just, I, you know, I had a, I had a job in a tech company after college and on the side of working in the corporate world, I was studying and reading and learning about women's health, nutrition, meditation, yoga, all those things before they came into the mainstream. And then ultimately I decided to start my own professional practice in this area because I was doing workshops on the side of my job and doing talks and that kind of thing. And I saw that there was a lot of interest and demand and need for this area of women's health. And yeah, decided to, to start my own little business. And that's what I do now. And what is it you like most about being a menstrual coach? The lovely thing about coaching is that it's never, the learning never stops at all. Like I'm constantly discovering new things, learning new things from all different areas. Like, so for example, I'm very interested in pain psychology, but also interested in nutrition and trauma and psychotherapy. And, you know, there's so many different areas that I can pull from. So it really is very rewarding. That's quite amazing. And like that, our, our body is so connected when yeah. you were talking about that, you're constantly educating yourself in general in, in Ireland, where do you think people are educated about periods and menstrual health or even in your own case when, when you were younger? When I was younger, I just didn't know anything about it, to be honest. <laughs> I just knew I had pain and I felt embarrassed to talk about it, you know, and it was even yeah. embarrassing to talk to the doctor. And then the doctor didn't know much either. Like now that I look back, you know, he didn't understand the female hormones as well as I do now, but things are changing. Times are changing. However, I think we do still have a long way to go because the way things stand from the, what I see is that we are talking about um, periods, but we're ver- we're still very much at that. Like, let's break the stigma. Let's, you know, clean up the taboo. But we're not really talking about, you know, the cyclicality of women's bodies and what that means in terms of mental health. Like this topic has not really made it into the mental health space. And that's a, a big area of my work is working with people who struggle with their mental health or they have some kind of mental health diagnosis or they're undiagnosed. And they don't know what to do and it's really impacting their mental health, but it's not impacting their mental health every day. It's just impacting their mental health cyclically. So there's a huge hormonal connection there that needs to be addressed and identified. Um, And that's something that's really, really lacking, not just in Ireland, but globally. So really what I mean by that is like really looking systemically at women's bodies from a holistic approach, you know? That's quite interesting because like that through all my education of menstrual health, it was always focused on the biology of yeah. the human body and, and never about the brain and, and the, every other part of your system. So it's, it's quite amazing. And I can imagine the effects that mental health diagnoses have on your period must be huge. 
Yeah. And sometimes it isn't even accurate. Like sometimes women can get diagnosed with a mental health condition inaccurately, you know, when it's actually like so a really common example would be they might be diagnosed with bipolar disorder, but their psychiatrist has never really looked into their hormones, never done tests on their hormones, never even asked them about their menstrual cycle. And then when that person digs in further, what they find is that there is a condition called PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which is very different to bipolar disorder, you know? And so it's important that people are diagnosed correctly and then given the correct treatment option for their, for their health, you know? So it's just not, it's like, even in the medical system, it's kind of this separate thing that we just don't really talk about. And it's not integrated into different parts of healthcare. And I'm, I'm really advocating for that. So I'm hoping that will, will change in the future. But I, I do, what I am seeing is that women themselves are starting to read books. They're starting to research these things. They're starting, you know, to go onto websites like yours and learn for themselves and educate and empower themselves. And then they're the ones that are going into the doctor's office with the information. So it's kind of happening the reverse. (laughs) And do you have any favorite resources that women should go to to learn more about periods? Because there's also a lot of false information online. So many blogs or YouTube channels that have contradicting information and it can be hard to find the facts. But as you said, it is quite a complex topic. Yeah, that's a great question, Adele. I really like, um, I started with back in the day reading a book called Woman Code by a writer called Alisa Vitti, A-L-I-S-A and then V-I-T-T-I. And she is based in New York. She specializes in fertility and women's health. What I learned from that book was, oh, okay, it's not just my period, it's my whole cycle that matters. And there's different weeks and different phases in the cycle that have an impact on my psychology, my energy levels, um, my mental health, my my libido, my creativity, my motivation, all those things. And so she talks about that and she shines a light on the parts of the menstrual cycle we don't fully understand and explains why it's important to think about those those other days. And then she she's really big into nutrition as well. So the book is really focused on just tweaking your diet a little bit so that you're balancing your hormones. And she talks a lot about household cleaning products and then cosmetics and how the chemicals in those that are called parabens can, um, they're called in, uh, endocrine disruptors. So in simple English, what that means is they can knock your hormones out of whack and you have to be careful then not to take too many of those, especially if you have hormonal issues, if you have PCOS or endometriosis or period pain or any of the many conditions that women can have, just it's a really good idea to look at your diet, to look at your cosmetics, to look at your household cleaning products and see what like you can kind of clean up, you know? So that's a really good book to start with. I also really like the book Fix Your Period by a writer called Nicole Jardin and also there's a there's another really good functional medicine practitioner from New Zealand. Her name is Lara Bryden, L-A-R-A Bryden, B-R-I-D-E-N. And her book is called Period Repair Manual. And she goes into a lot of detail as well about the menstrual cycle, probably a lot more than we need, but they're good books to have on your bookshelf. You know, you don't need to read them cover to cover, but they're great resources. They have, they're, you know, they're indexed and you can kind of like look up the area that matters to you or to your friend or your daughter. And there's great advice in there on like what you can do to help with any kind of suffering. I, I love how you talk about the period being a full cycle because that's something we never do. We think of it being five or six days of the month, maybe the one or two days before. Yeah. We're talking a lot about problems and period pain and how to, you know, like menstrual hygiene and how to hide it and how to like use a tampon and all those things. But actually it's so much more than that. It's, it's a cyclical systemic energetic 
thing in, in our bodies that has an impact on so many parts of us. And when we start to learn the different phases of the menstrual cycle and how that impacts us, it can actually really benefit benefit us in terms of like how to navigate our energy levels and manage our time and all that kind of stuff. I know in my personal experience, sometimes I haven't understood why I'm acting a certain way. Then after a while I noticed, oh, it's always on the week before my period. <laughs> and then you, then it, it helps your, as you said, with mental health, it, it makes you realize, okay, actually there's not a problem. It's just my my body doing this and that's fine. I'm just more sensitive at the moment and that's okay. Exactly. Whereas when you don't realize those things, you get worried and you think there could be more behind it. Uh, it's so true, isn't it? You have so much more compassion and patience with yourself when you realize, oh, my hormones are doing this thing and I'm more sensitive. I'm the same as you. I get sensitive, you know, and irritable and, and there are things I can do to help that. And I can, I don't have to say yes to every social invite, you know, so it just takes the pathologization away from the menstrual cycle and not knowing who we are. And actually the way I work with that is, it's like, it's a, it's a little signpost that that individual needs more space. You know, like one of the acronyms PMS, premenstrual syndrome, one of my colleagues calls it, um, please make space. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Right. I, I love that too. Cause it, and, and it is, it's an important time to, to rest. And we use the seasons of the year to explain the energies of the menstrual cycle. So so winter is menstruation and spring then is the week after summer is ovulation and then autumn is that premenstrual week. And if you think about autumn and winter, they're kind of, you know, the energy is coming down, we're slowing down, it's getting darker and we treat ourselves in terms of self-care. The the invite is to to slow down, to make space in your diary, to, you know, to, to cook some meals and put them in the freezer so you don't have to cook when you're on your period. Just think little things like that that can make your life slower and more restful so that we're not pushing through when our energy, because when we, when our hormones are low, our energy is low and that's normal. Like it's really normal to feel tired on your period. That's a really important message. Um, my work but it's it's quite amazing and when people are aware of that they forgive themselves yeah exactly the menstrual cycle it's it doesn't have to be a problem like if you have an issue obviously you know that needs to be addressed and there's so many different conditions like that you could potentially have if you're confused like like i said before pmdd that is essentially where your pms is really intense and like really really intense people can go into a really dark place the week before their period and no energy and um, that's a mental health diagnosis technically. And there's a lot you can do around that. So you can, you know, go to your doctor or get in touch with me and just, you know, look after yourself. And then there's endometriosis is a whole other journey. That's the journey I had. I ended up having endometriosis. And, but yeah, ultimately your, your menstrual cycle is, and the way I describe it is it doesn't have to be like a burden, but it can be a container to, to support your life. It's a bit of a compass, you know, in terms of just that piece around energy and your mental health and your mood and stuff. And when you deepen into that, yeah, it's just a, it's a really lovely way to live your life to really know, you know, what you're, what week you're on, what day you're on. Oh, and, and one last thing I'll say is I'd really recommend tracking your menstrual cycle. So you can use a diary and just track and just keep note of how you feel every day, just a couple of words really, but you can also use an app. And one of the apps I recommend is called Clue, C-L-U-E. It's free. It's just handy. Cause like, if you're on your period, you just like push the button that says like day one, and then it remembers when your when your period is. And then it reminds you when you're getting your period. And, you know, it's just, it's just handy to know. Um, so just keeping an eye of like where you are in your cycle, taking ownership of that is a really powerful thing to do. That is some great advice. And thank you so much for all the advice you've given us today, Lisa. It was fantastic to have you on the podcast and best of luck with your menstrual coaching. Thank you, Adele. So nice to be here. Thanks for having me. This 
This podcast was produced for the Interactive Digital Media Masters at Griffith College Dublin. The music track is titled Inspired by Kevin McLeod.